Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob, and I am truly excited today. Today has been a daunting day, a draining day, but we have a special guest today, and he's already brought a ton of energy that has completely shifted the mood. Um, of course, I want to thank you all, all of our listeners, followers, supporters, the people who like, subscribe, comment, listen, all those positive things, the people who utilize our affiliates. Thank you so much. Speaking of affiliates, we have Garner's Garden, who sells organic products, oral health care, skin care, hair care. Check them out. The link is in the description. Acre Gold. I just made another payment to them. You can subscribe to purchase bars of gold. Once your subscription fee hits the amount of gold at the current time, you will be mailed your bar of gold in a discreet box. So check them out. Black water. That is the water that is literally black because of the minerals that they put in it. It comes in different flavors. Make sure you check them out. That's some good stuff there. And Retro Mimi for my fellow gamers out there. If you want some retro gaming, and pocket form you can take it with you on the go they sell handheld emulation consoles make sure you check them out all of that is in the description now i am not alone i have the co-host with the most who is always vibrating higher miss jessica fountain aka j4 would it do was good what you know hey hey i'm here today i think we had similar days as you expressed but uh it has gotten better and I am excited because today we have something like a CU reunion, Claflin University reunion. So I'm excited about that. Yes, I am as well. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show, we have inspirational soul music artist, Mr. Joseph McKenneth. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me on again. This is so cool. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yes. All right, so, them, so since quarantine, them R&B honey's been in your inbox. Let's get straight to uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joseph, uh, I've been sitting around listening to your music, and I think now it's time. No, let's... <laughs> listen, there's stories, Rob. I'm, I'm, listen, there's stories. But um, we don't, we don't, we, we, we'll leave the DMs alone. We'll leave, we'll leave the DMs alone. Leave the DMs alone. <laughs> so now you are you're still in New York, correct? Correct. So this is the one. I actually have two burning questions. Um, this is my first burning question because I feel like New York was one of the areas that I mean we all got impacted by COVID on different levels. So I'm not trying to belittle any other place, but I feel like New York in particular was a very y'all got hit hard. I feel like like it was yeah. just it was it was all kinds of stuff and people trying to make decisions and then rent situations. So what, what was it like for you when things hit? Like what, what were some of the things that were going on with you? Well, I think a lot of it, um, I believe we were hit really heavy, but I think a lot of it was sensationalized. Um, for me, you know, just from my end, um, I live in Queens and I think most of the activity was happening in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, everything really did shut down. And since, you know, New York is basically like the music capital up here, you know, our industry was hit pretty heavy um, by that. And I'm sure other industries as well. But 
you know, when you have people coming up here for Broadway shows and concerts and, you know, um, my circuit, which is like live gigs. Mm. Um, yeah, that kind of hit. But in, in terms of just everybody quarantining and, you know, abiding by the rules and taking precautions, I think everybody was on top of that. Everybody, everybody was on game with that. Um, and we have a very good governor, I would suppose, who's, you know, who's really been implementing a lot of this stuff. So in light of a lot of the the hoopla and the, the chaos, you know, there were pockets of peace around here. So I'm glad to have been able to be in that pocket. So, yeah. That is definitely dope. Um, what... I guess, what was one thing you had to persevere through? And I guess, did you have any shining moments? Was there anything positive that happened? Because me and Jessica have been talking, and honestly, since this quarantine, a lot of great things have happened for me. I mean, I kind of feel bad saying that because I know how bad it was for other nah, people. Nah, I don't me, feel bad saying that, no. For me, listen, I came up in so many different ways. So how about you? I, you know what? I feel like this whole moment is a, is a is the perfect opportunity for a lot of entrepreneurs to shine. Mm. And um, even though, like I said, my industry was hit pretty heavily, um, like I, all of my gigs through 2020 were like shot and canceled. I was like, yo, what is this all about? And the thing is, I, I had worked up to a point where I could perform live for a living. So I was like in right. my element. And um, yeah, and I told you this like on the last show that we did, and when that happened, it was like, ooh. So we had to repivot, and I think one of the things that I had, one of the challenges was the the repivot. And um, I'm grateful that I I have colleagues and people in place where I was able to do work like studio work, um, you know, a few virtual gigs, um, nice. but then. We had the whole pandemic unemployment situation up here, and so a lot of the artists and working musicians had access to that. And up here in New York, they had ex they extended it, like when they had cut it off in other states. Mm -hmm. I don't know what y'all situation was like, but up here, like they had extended it um, through September or October, somewhere like that. And um, I was able to use that um, to put in and invest into my work online. Nice. And so that was a, a, a big help. And um, and I think right now it's been a, a me kind of seeing how things panned out, a pan out just from that pivot. And so for so far, like um, it's been it's been moving, and I was I'm pretty excited about that. I've been pretty excited about that. So excellent. Yeah. Go ahead. Jessica is ready to jump in because her word what, pivot pivot is one of her words. So when you hey. said it, I I zoned in on her face because I said ooh. <laughs> Come on, synchronicity. Come on oh. here. Come on you better here. stop with this vocabulary. <laughs> I'm laughing because you're like spot on with yes. that. Uh, pivoting. Like, I think a lot of people need to hear that. Like, yeah. you know, even myself today, because a lot of my uh, pre-show rant, I would say me and Rob get on a few minutes before. And today it was just like, you you have such planning and process and you do all the preparation for um, your businesses, yourself, personal goals, all of these different things. But then there are moments in our lives where there is a shift that is you don't control, I don't control, 
Um, and you have to lean into the universe and lean into your gifts, not necessarily abandon them, but how do you, using that word, pivot to I'm still utilizing my gift, but I cannot use it, use it in the avenue in which it initially I thought I would be using it. So, yeah, it may look like I'm going to be singing on stage yeah. or um, working in a actual facility, but that might not be the case now. And so now you got to go virtual. And so I always encourage people to, to pivot. Today was a day personally that I am like eating on my own medicine per se, <laughs> uh, and just trying to find the avenue to shift because things do happen. So Such it's good to hear that you were able to lean into that yeah. and not let that like halt, halt excuse me, halt, or um, alter your perspective of your own personal goals. So yeah, because that's well, it's very easy to do that. You know, specifically when you like you said you have a plan, like mm -hmm. you get caught, get you know you headstrong with the plan. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I've adopted you know um, the mentality that you can't you can plan, but you know don't put so much focus on being too strict with the plan because of how unpredictable life can be sometimes and it really could cause like have to like be creative like what do i what what do i have to do since this isn't working like yeah. right and it's just like you have to trust at this point leaning into it like you said right is a just a an act of trusting and saying oh, okay yeah i'm gonna take and this I avenue i don't know with faith like a lot of faith-based um for me i think that is the activation of faith like mm -hmm when things are different, like to do something different. And ah, or like, yes. like when it's, when it's different, you can't just go with your plan because that's, you have to like trust in something mm -hmm. bigger outside of you, your, your team, your friends, like you have to rely on different, um, different situations, different people to, to push you to that next thing. And, and that's what I mean by leaning in. So, Oh, yeah. Yes, Rob, you hit the nail on the head. You know me so well. Because <laughs> I'm a great listener. Um, have you done any we could, more? We could, we could really go deep into that conversation. but We I could. Know. I'm trying to, like... <laughs> I'm, like, But go ahead, Rob. All right, so, we're gonna, so that means we're going to have to have you on again this year. That, good to know. So I'm going to be honest with you. Uh -huh. I liked you in After a While. And... Have you done any more acting since? Do you plan on doing any more acting? That's a very good question. Um, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I appreciate that you enjoyed being that. And I am, and I, 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 there's a film project in the works. Yes. Oh! So, um, okay. and, but once again, this whole repivoting situation. So there's a lot of pacing going on. And, um, you know, I'm scouting out production teams. I just actually, this is so interesting you say that, um, I spoke to a filmmaker um, yesterday, just like out of the blue almost, and they got caught wind of my After Wild film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, people when they see your work and they are also like artists and, you know, producers and all that sort, they come out the woodwork saying, well, you know, I got this 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 project that I'm working on, I think you would be good, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of get like, all right, whatever. But then this particular um, gentleman came in and he was like, I really, you know, yeah, this was good stuff. And then, you know, I, people talk hot air and I was like, well, 
you know, what's your work? Like, what have you done? And so um, checked out his work and mind blown. Like he has like work in so many different um, independent film festivals, Mm. Sundance to be one of them. And his, his eye for film and just his cinematography is just like, like Marvel, like Universal Studios type level. And I was like, yo, and you you saying this about my work, sir? Like, you know, let's we gotta talk. And so it's just, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because now we're in the like we're I'm, there's an interview set up, um, uh, I guess a Zoom call set up with him and his team, oh. um, for for this particular um, project that I'm um, working on. So yeah, like I have something in the works. Like I'm going to be do more and doing more acting, um, and. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I can't tell you too much of the details until I'm solidified with production. Yeah. But just know it's going to be um it's going to be mind-blowing for sure. That's excellent, man. We we need some more strong black actors, oh, yeah. um, especially men. Um I, I you know, I I still have that whole Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, like those yeah. guys. I want another solid era of that they, they've tried yeah. with a few people uh what's the guy's name michael ely i think he was one of them and they kept putting him in films but i'm like yo we need some more people like that and i thought oh, about yeah. that and i was like yeah he this is it, it's gonna it's gonna be a thing and you know what and and you know not to take up too much time on that subject however since you mentioned after a while it's sort of like a uh, uh, a pre uh, uh prequel to after a while okay how, and and so I think because everything is shifted in terms of just where my music is going and where my artistry go, it, artistry is going, um, this particular project deals with um, the the dynamic between a, a black son and a black father. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I feel like is important. Yes, you know, in mentioning you know men of color and in mentioning black families. Um, because it really, this story is actually my story. Mm-hmm. And so I'm putting it all together in a way where I, I, I know it's going to hit and I know it's going to make an impact on, um, you know, just everybody's lives, specifically people of color, black and brown, indigenous people. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm loving that. I love the arts. I love oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Like, that does something for me. So with I, I'm taking it singing uh, is your favorite discipline. Maybe you're going to surprise me. <laughs> it <laughs> but is. As much as I know about you, I feel like I would safely assume that that is your favorite. What is your second favorite discipline? Uh, is it theater? Like what other projects are you working on? Man, just it's I'm I'm just an art. See, a performing arts buff like i'm a nut mm-hmm. like anything dealing with the performing arts i'm there for it mm-hmm. um not only just performing arts but it visual arts as well so it's like anything art related right and um so singing yes is my favorite okay um but i like storytelling i like the art of telling stories i like you know writing i like um producing i like that whole element like being able to um tell stories and i think you can tell story in any kind of form and right. for me, it's more so film at this point. So, um, you know, film and cinematography and just being able to, like, visually tell that story. Um, that's the next. That's the second favorite, I suppose. Okay. To, 
singing. So, yeah. I love storytelling. I think oh, that yeah. it's very important. And I like that you also mentioned that it can be done in a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's very important from a cultural standpoint that oh, we yeah. um, lean into telling stories because or sharing our story. Because so much of our story as black people, people of color, has been lost. And the pieces that we have, they're fragmented. And Mm -hmm. um, it is the visionaries that, or the courageous, those with courage to share it, um, that are really creating the history for us now. Because there's so much that we don't know about ourselves that has been lost and forgotten and um, just tapping into that, I mean, obviously it still occurs and it still goes on, but it's good to see people continuously breaking out and sharing their story. Oh, yeah. And you know what I think, and, and like, you know, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, Rob, in terms of just like, you know, when we look at this pandemic and everybody's like losing things, and what I, and, and I mentioned that this is the perfect opportunity for entrepreneurs, but also for creatives. Mm-hmm. Because yes. under the 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 umbrella of being able to tell stories, I feel like there's so much access to different, um, like a diversity of stories right now, of diversity right. of narratives. And right. because we talk about our Black experience, it's like, oh, you know, we know that our stories have been distorted. Our narratives have been distorted. And um, being able to be in a place where we can create it and put it on a platform where it can be seen, where it can be heard, it's like you can't ask for anything um, more than that because now it's like, oh, people's awareness is expanding because, yep. oh, they're seeing our story from our point of view. And, you know, and if you have people that look like us telling our own stories, then nobody can really take that away from us. Yeah. Right. It's important that we tell our story. All right. To the music. Yeah. To the music, yes, your the music. new EP. Come on, tell the folks about this wonderful body of work. I need to buy it. Actually, I'm gonna buy it when we finish this interview. Um, well, I, there's a there's a there's a deal going on up until January 30th, but um, yeah. Should oh, I, I thought that's what I saw. I was like, yo, that's interesting. He did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it was something that I wanted to do, and I think, well, since, you know, I felt like, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the project is called Awaken. And um, it's a, I call it my little quarantine project because <laughs> I recorded it <laughs> during the quarantine in my, in this room here. Seriously? Um, on, yes, on my laptop, in GarageBand. Um, oh, I'm doing it all wrong. It's, listen, when I tell you this is the time to be creative, like, you'd be surprised what can you can do with, like, the smallest of resources. Mm. And, um, yeah, like, you know, and speaking of that, not to get off completely off topic, but that's pretty much been the whole outline of my whole career. Like, I've been, I'm grateful to have been resourceful mm-hmm. because a lot of the work that I mm. have done People think that I went and traveled, you know, way beyond, way in Scotland and Ireland somewhere to do half the, the video stuff that I've done to, to record half of the stuff. They think I've been in these big studios like in New York. And it's just like, 
yo, I just used my resources. Like, I put myself out there in a way where I was like, this is my intention. This is what I intend to do. And right. then God, the universe, all the elements kind of just, right. the, like, it was a magnet toward me. And I'm like, oh, we can put you here. And I was like, all right, let's do business. Oh, we can, you know, we can put this on over here. I was like, all right, do that. And then it's just like, I didn't, and, and what's also important about re being resourceful is, is like, I didn't have to spend a whole lot of money to do a lot of this stuff. Excellent. And um, so I'm grateful for that. And that also lets me know that I've, I'm walking and like living in my purpose because this stuff excites me. And, you know, the last show that I was on, I said, yep. my motto is trust what excites you. Trust what excites you. And I, I, I live and breathe that. And I was like, if, it, if I don't feel excited, if I don't feel satisfied by this thing, like, I ain't doing it. And, that, and this is kind of how the, you know, what birthed this project, Awaken. And um, yeah, because this whole year, this pandemic was sort of a, an awakening for everybody, you know, you opening their eyes to just, you know, how life or what's really going on instead of what they think is going on. It's just like you're seeing life for what it really is rather than what you feel like you want it to be. And so you kind of have to sit in that. And, you know, everybody's been like in their houses in their, you know, like cooped up, like. You know, if you're an outgoing person and you like to be out all over the place, yeah. like you were really tied down to your to one your spot. Yep. Right. And, and some people that's excruciating for a lot of people. So it's just like, you know, but then that's kind of a safe haven for a lot of people, too, because it gives you time to reflect, gives you time for like introspection and all that good stuff. And so this is what the nature of the project is. It's like, you know, uh, awakening yourself to you know, your authentic self, like the, what you really feel and you can't avoid that. Like, look at that. It's just like, sit with that. You can't distract yourself from nothing. Like, you can't. And it's that, that awareness. Yes. And so, and that's really what it, what it, this project is all about. Uh, you know, awakening to the truth of who you really are and, you know, expressing that. And um, yeah. This was this was a labor of love and excitement for sure, because I got to really express myself in a way that I never really got to do in previous projects. And I get to I got to tell the stories in a way that I didn't feel like, oh, I'm catering to this audience or I'm catering to that audience. And it's just like, no, this is me. Like, like it or love it, hate it, or, hate it or not. Like, it's me. Excellent. I like that. Yeah, what's your favorite song off of your uh, latest project? Um, in my own way, it's a song called "In My." It's the first song mm -hmm. on the track is called "In In My Own Way," and it's really it's a song about healing. It's in the the um, what is it? The the line in the song says, "I'm healing in my own way." Like everybody feels like there's a formula to to for success, or formula to get healed, or formula to get over something. Is, is it's really not. It's really about, um, like I said, really sitting with how you really feel about something and um, allowing yourself and pacing yourself through those emotions so that you can get to, to the space and the peace that you dream about, that you wish for. And you can't do that when you're faking it. You can't do that when you're distracting yourself. And right. so, um, and sometimes it's going to look dark. It's going to look scary. It's going to feel bad. 
and you're gonna feel like you're halfway out of here and it's like all right this is it and sometimes metaphorically that's what it takes you know you kind of have to just like you know go in that dark space and just sit there and um when you're there it's just like you allow those feelings to rise up so that one you can look at them so they can just eventually pass through and you keep doing that and keep doing that and next thing you know it's just like you know, oh, I can breathe a little bit. I can breathe a little bit. I'm not doing it at nobody else's pace, but I'm doing it in my own way. Yes. Mm. And that's my favorite. That was song. for me. Hey. Come on in. First of all, the vocals. <laughs> yes. Come on. Was I wasn't me. ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready either. Yes. Come on no, here. But uh I Rob can attest. I am an advocate for everything you just said. And we often get in our the way of ourselves mm-hmm. because we have all of these different expectations that are formulated from other people's narratives, mm-hmm. other people's scope. So now I expect to have accomplished something in a year based off of someone else's experience, perspective, mm. outcome. Whereas for me, it may take me two years and on something else, it may take me six months. So it's like being, having that awareness and having the discipline to, to one, move out of your way, which I always ego, like our egos get Mm -hmm. flare up and get loud. And we get in a space where we don't want to hear anything except for my way. Talk about it. But we're blocking the blessing and like the, the, the true awareness, you cannot be awakened <laughs> if you're not aware. Like, right. you have to come out of something, like, and there has to be a shift, a breaking to be awakened. Yeah. Like, so that's what I take away from just the title of that. But, like, a lot of times we are the culprit. And there's this book that I say, I think everybody should read it. It's called The Four Agreements. And it's, mm. uh, it's just four powerful ways to really start tapping into those areas in your life that are potentially an area that you've been sleeping in. And it's it's not taking things personally, not um, being impeccable with your words. So using your voice to advocate, speak, and do the things that you said that you wanted to do, um, not making assumptions and always doing your best. And when you do those four things, everything shifts with it and like mm-hmm. it does take you into this space of enlightenment and mm-hmm. where you can move forward um because yeah we we do get in our, the way of ourselves a lot. you know what and, and i think you you mentioned something um too um you know about getting in in our own way and you know how we can block our own selves from you know being our most the gr- being the greatest and the grandest version of who we wish ourselves to be. Mm. And um, one thing that I like to say, uh, I, one thing that I believe, you know, um, everything is context. Like, you know, when we think of being awakened, you know, in my opinion, you know, everybody's awake. You know, we talk about, be, you know, stay woke, stay, you know, be woke. But my opinion uh, about that is that, you know, based on a specific context, you know, everybody's woke. In other words, um, everybody's living out the truth of what they believe and who they think that they are. And sometimes in that, you know, in that truth or in that truth that you think and that you believe, 
you will encounter some roadblocks. And a lot of the times those roadblocks are really there to help you look at yourself a little bit clearly. And so, you know, and that's a part of the paradox too. You know, if that, you know, sometimes it takes experiencing the absence of what you are in order for you to really know who you are. For right. instance, uh, so it's just like, in order for me to know what's possible for me, I got to experience the impossible. Mm-hmm. In order for me to, you know, to, to have clarity, I got to experience confusion. In order for me to, you know, to see the light, I got to be in darkness. Right. And so Whew. being able to have that block is just as important as being able to not have that block. Because right. if it's not for that block, you wouldn't know what it feels like to be free. And, right. and, and that for me, it helps me to really like ground myself in my own body and just like accept the block for what it is. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see that. And it's just like, because sometimes if when you, when we see the block, we get a little scared and we'll distract ourselves from the block. But right. then when we allow ourselves to see, all right, this block is here for a purpose. There's a gift with this block. I can use this and like be stagnant here, or I can use it as a stepping stone. And a lot of the times in a specific context, since everybody's on their own unique journey, you know, we're not all going to get there at the same time, you know, and then that's the reason why I adopt the whole idea of context, because, you know, everybody's on their own different, you know, wavelength with it. However, everybody has to come to that point when it's like you're facing that block and you got to just, all right, you make the decision. And I guess that's where free choice comes in, too. You know, being, you know, having the free will to be like, all right, I'm going to let this block stay here or maybe I'll just, you know, move it out of the way because I'm in the way. And then when you do that, it's just like, yeah, now I can breathe. Now I right. now I'm living in my truth. Now I'm living in my purpose. And so, yeah, right. that that's that's one thing. Oh, yeah, that's a thought of just about what you just said in terms of um, no. the, the, the block. So, yeah. I thought it disconnected. Sorry. You know what? <gasps> On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, Joseph just touched on something so important about going through things so that you can realize and recognize what the opposite of that is. And it made me think of a prayer that I've been praying um, ever since I got my license in real estate because I realized um, as an entrepreneur, making sure that, you know, my work was my paycheck there was no check coming on the first and 15th anymore it was Mm -hmm. like if you don't work you don't eat and i had to shift my mindset and i said god anyone or anything that gets in my way that is not helping me move forward please remove it i don't care if i don't understand it i don't care how bad it hurts i need it gone because i need to move forward and that has happened ever since i prayed that prayer a lot of people a lot of things including my own attitude, my own shortcomings, they have been removed. They've just been removed naturally, not with, with, you know, minimally, like no drama, no theatrics. They, They just move. And then when they move, I'm like, dang. But I was like, you know what? That's what you asked for. And then right around the corner, something better comes along. So I was definitely feeling everything that you were saying, man. I'm just sitting over here like, yo, was this guy watching the whole time? Like, <laughs> that's that's the that's the power of life, you know, when you surrender. And I think, you know, talking in the way that we've been talking in terms of just, you know, um, evolution and awakening and all of that stuff, like all of this, 
ties into just how powerful we are as like beings on this planet in terms of just you know the, the power of our words and when and the power of our intentions behind the word and the fact that you set your intention on what it was that you wanted to do like the universe god met you halfway and it's just like right. all right let's 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 make the moves let's make the changes and that's usually how it is it's like when you get out the way everything else falls in the falls falls into place and it's so crazy because it is such a infinite truth mm-hmm. that if you try it, I mean, it ha- I mean, it truly happens. And we talked about this on the last episode. I don't even know if it's come. It airs tomorrow, but just the power, <laughs> the power, which was not won't, won't be tomorrow. I'm, I've confused everybody. That's why I laughed. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll air at some point. Yeah. You'll hear it. It will be airing. It probably has aired. It has aired at this point. Yes. It aired already. Just the point is when you put things into the universe and when you write them down and you set an intention, like literally writing it down, which is my thing. Like mm-hmm. I am an advocate for putting it on a sheet of paper because you take it from this idea, which is very, there's so many millions, billions, trillions of ideas. Mm-hmm. Ideas are kind of like particles of air that we never see. They just float and they're all around us all the oh, time. Yeah. But by ter- by writing it down, instantly you have the power to manifest it from this just spark to a thing a thing on a sheet of paper that you can tangibly feel and see. And now your senses have connected to that, which is already changing the process of it becoming real, kind of like egg meat sperm type manifestation. Absolutely. That happens instantly. So now you have to wait the nine month period or the one year period, the 24 period for that piece of paper now to evolve into the actual manifestation of your dream. So oh, yeah. people think they're so, I don't know. It's so quick, like yeah. quick fixes. It's like, you thinking like, all right, this is what you want. And then it's just like, you want it right now. And it's like, the minute you think of it, it's like, oh, I can get it right now. But I, I think right. what you're saying is you explained in the process of it, like there is a process right. yeah. in all of this. And I think a part of that comes with an awareness that there is a process going on. And right. I think some people it, aren't aware of the process. And so they just like, oh, if I don't see it, then it ain't. And I was like, right. Or make you don't see it. that it's possible. It's right. Yeah. When it came up and floated past, but you have to catch it and like secure it by, yeah. I think, writing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you share that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I had this idea. And like that burst it a little further. And so every little step along the way, you're just padding and, and growing this concept that ultimately becomes, or you, or you don't like, there's been so many things. Like I literally wrote on a sheet of paper podcast, like, and I, that was something that I shared with other friends. Like it, I showed him the day that we decided that I would be a co-host. I was like, I got to show you something. And I showed him like my sticky note. And this is something that in the background, 
I took, I actually took uh, his class and Natasha Carter's class course on podcasting because I was that much interested in it, but still in the baby version of it. Mm -hmm. The podcast idea that I wanted to create was ultimately from my experience podcast, but I just had a different title for it. But it was the same concept, the same um, intention, Mm -hmm. everything. But had I stayed in my way and going back to your point, if I if it had to have had my plan had to have had, say, um, a certain name and it had to have had me being the CEO of it, then I may not have been able to uh, see that to fruition. And as, as I was able to skip through many of my identified roadblocks, I mean, I'm not th- that tech savvy. Um, I know how to navigate and I have my businesses, but I'm more implementing already existing technology person, not doing it from scratch and building yeah. it, building those processes of technology up from scratch. So to fast forward, me and Rob have a conversation and he's telling me his need, again, being vulnerable and expressing those things that are deepest, the deepest desires of our heart. Yeah, I'm looking for another podcast um, host and he's going on and telling me that. And as he's talking to my ear, it's like, what? Like, you talking my vision. Like, up, I'm listening. This can't be real. Like, he's saying everything I want to do. Like, and Come on, now yes. I have to be vulnerable and say, yes. hey, I don't know if I'm a good fit or not. However, I am interested in that role. And if you're interested in having me, I'd like to try it out. And fast forward, here I am. But all off of writing podcasts on a sticky note and taking a course. That's pretty much the only physical piece that I did to say that I was moving forward in the podcasting channel of my life. And here I am in quarantine creating. And and all of those are like awakenings. Like yes, me. And like you said, it happened for you. Like it's it's just that's how it goes, but a lot of people won't try it, which means that yes. they get out of the way of how they think it should be. Yeah, they think it has to be this like journey of going upward hill, like uh, upstream. It doesn't have to be like that. Like it yeah. can't literally a flow of boom, a boom, a boom. Like so. it's so, it's so not to completely cut you off. No, you're fine. I, I'm on the because I actually was having a conversation earlier today that kind of, that is like the synchronicity of this whole, what you just said was in terms of the conversation I was having today with um, this um, friend of mine. She was talking about, you know, preferences, like in terms of a mate and, um, and just the whole idea how we can get stuck on a preference. And, um, and this could be a general thing, not just for, you know, just relationship wise, but just a preference wise, you know, we all have preference, Mm -hmm. preferences. And 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 the point, the fact of the matter is the preferences exist because we have our own unique expression. And so what I may like, somebody else may not like. And so that's why we have the preferences. However, we don't know, well, the who, the what, the why, um, will all will usually be a mystery in terms of w- what comes into our world. 
Yes. And so because we don't know the who, the what uh, that is, it's just like it's important for us to be open to expanding the preference, <laughs> expanding the yep. specifics of what it is that we want. It's right. just like it's okay to have what it is that you want, but when you allow yourself, like you said, to be vulnerable enough to be open to expanding that and to right. see what comes in and to be observant of what comes in. And because, be present. Going back yes. to your word of present. Yes. When you, when you are present and you expanded this net, and I'm I when you said that, I thought of fishing. It's yes. like fishing in a fish tank versus the ocean. So yeah, in the ocean, you're going to get mm-hmm. a, a lot of things, bottles and everything else, but you also are going to get a whole lot of types of fish, a whole yes. lot of different things. And now you can choose, you mm-hmm. can actually identify, okay, I have all of this. What do I want more right. so yep. as to, I need, I need, I need, I need, right. I'm not getting anything that I need, I, yes. need, I need, I need. And so yes. I think, a lot of times we get in, we get in the way. Like I have mm-hmm. said that I'm sure at least 20 times since we started recording in October. But it we get the in the way it's because the of these perceived thoughts. Yeah. These, these pieces, it has to be this way, and it doesn't. It's so many celebrities, people of influence that we follow that tell you their story. And I wrote this down when you were talking earlier. You said resourceful, and you you were talking about GarageBand and like using mm-hmm. these things, but and how oftentimes people approach you and you are attracting it. You, the attraction is one thing because that's what the universe is re- rewarding our gift. Mm-hmm. Like, but our ability to be open is the receiving of the gift, Ooh. and your openness is what I heard is like where people miss it because mm-hmm. they're that is they're they're so close that they're punching the gift away. Right. Pushing yeah. it away instead of like, well, this is not what I thought it was gonna look like. And because not what it, but it does check all the boxes. It, right. <laughs> but you know what? And I think that you know you know what and this is kind of what would bring clarity in terms of just why people get in their own way. And this is my opinion. You know, I think a lot of us get in our own way because we romanticize the idea of what we want rather than the reality of what it actually is. And as it's like and it's and and, and to some degrees, it's like, okay, yeah, we romanticize ideas all the time because that's a part of how our imagination works. But romanticizing the idea will get you so caught up on a checklist, will get you caught up on just like, oh, this is the way it has to be. This is the way it has to look. This is the person who has to come into the to the, to the the project. This is this, that, and the third. And you get so caught in the specifics of it all until you just kind of get lost in the details. And then when stuff actually comes in that will actually help you, you ain't seeing that. You yep. ain't looking at that nope. <laughs> because so you closed sure. off on that checklist. Right. You closed and off that's on that where idea. You- that that presence yes. being present like and being vulnerable and being open like all those words <laughs> yep. all, all of those words. and they're like we we repeat them i think every episode <laughs> if it like a tag you're it i'm sure like vulnerability transparency uh openness all of that those are words that are repeated over and over and over and over and over vibrations like attracting because it is like the foolproof and we these courses and we go to everybody's class and we we listen to like every platform but the people that really have it and are successful and are like truly 
implementing that, that's it. That's all they implemented into their life. Mm -hmm. And it just duplicates in a thousand different ways, but it takes being showing up as your authentic self, using your authentic voice, doing work that brings you passion, waiting for the vibrations of that, that you send out into the universe through creation, through producing all of these different things. Now you're waiting for those to ripple back to you because yeah. they already went out through you. Oh know? yeah. So the, the abundance comes back in the forms of connection, uh, relationships, uh, finances, all of that comes back, but it's not just coming to you. You don't just get wealthy. You don't just no. get like no. rich. Like you actually did that when you created, when you yes. vibrated, when you pushed it out yes. into the earth and said, mm -hmm. go like that's going forth, like yeah. to me. And then you have a harvesting of it later. And absolutely. And you know what? And you know what? And I think, you know, just in having a conversation about this kind of thing, you know, I think sometimes, you know, the the mindset or at least the focus would would be on external things a lot of the time. But I think when we are setting intentions, when we are putting things out into the world and out into the to the to the universe, um, they they also can be internal things. Yep. Because I know for, sure. um, for me, like just in my journey in terms of just like developing my career, developing myself as uh, a person. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's been more of an internal thing. So I think one to, like I and I think I speak candidly about just my um, struggle with I dealt with panic and anxiety. Like I had a, a situation up here in New York where I de dealt heavily with panic and anxiety and it just kind of came out of nowhere almost for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I never had to deal with it at this this extreme because it was pretty severe. Um, and I, and, it, and it was scaring me because I was like, it, you know, I'd have like the, this weird episode, like in, at the most inopportune time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to freak out. I'm about to pass out. I don't know what's happening here. And so I, I literally was like, I, I prayed. I, I was like, something's got to give. Like, what? how do I get beyond this? Like, how do I get to a space where I feel like I'm myself, like I'm grounded? And um, because I was determined, I was like, because I was like, this is really affecting my, my life right now. And um, I went to the, my doctor and the, the hospital psychiatrist, and they were about to put me on meds. They were about to put me on anti-anxiety medicine. Hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And, and this is no, you know, no, nothing against anxiety medica medication or any pharmaceutical meds for, for that matter. It's just for me. I was like, there is a way to do this. For, uh, I think for me that I don't have to resort to just appeal, right. you know? Um, and so I was determined. I was like, I got, to, there's got to be a way. Like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I do this? And you know, I started asking, I started saying how, like, how, do, how can I get this? How to do this? How to do that? Because I would find myself asking the word why, asking the question why, why this, why that, why this, why that? And I found that the word, the question why, is rooted in so much worry. Like yes. I, you, you worry so much, and what you do, what, what I found, and when you're asking the question why so much, you you focus on more things to worry about, more things to ask why about, more things. And so, what I've discovered just in my whole journey to like getting back to what I felt was more of a grounded version of me was asking how, because for me, I think the the, the question how is a more solution based question. Because it's like now you're asking God, you're asking the universe, you're asking all of the 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 non-physical 
you know, angels to come through and like, oh, like, oh, he's he's really asking how to do this. How do we do do this? It's like, all right, this is how you do it. And so now your mind's eye will see different things or different paths that you can take. But it's like, all right. And you have to feel your way into it. And it's going back to my, my whole motto, trusting what excites you, like, you know, following the path that you feel like is the most exciting one that's going to lead you down. And so I did. I went on Google University, went to Google University to really like research <laughs> yeah. some like, you know, natural ways to really, you know, do this. And I find, like stuff just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I never really saw this stuff ever online. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see stuff about anxiety or panic or mental health stuff and um it was sort of a, a module. It was like a module that I that I started doing. And like instantly when I started working on it, like it was cognitive therapy for me. Like I had to reframe how I was thinking about stuff. Because that's, to me, uh, what caused a lot of the anxiety. It caused a lot of the worry. My thinking was twisted. I was getting, like you said, um, just in my own way. I was getting, yeah. I was blocking myself by how I was thinking, by what I was saying, and specifically, not just what I was saying, but my choice of words, because a lot of mm. words carry a lot of weight to yes. them that bring us down. And so there are a lot of words in my vocabulary that that in the English vocabulary that I just don't use anymore because it coll- it carries a collective weight to them that it's just like, yeah, you you might using it to to empower yourself, but it's just like, uh, the the yeah. weight of that word is carrying like it's gonna keep you down. Yep. Like right. one of, an example, and I'm 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 because I'm getting a little long winded, but then. The, the whole idea of, um, you know, they say kill two birds with one stone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even though we mean that, mean well by that, it's just like, well, why are you going to kill the birds? Like, why are you going <laughs> to kill the birds? And so right. I use a phrase, you know, how about let's just water two plants with the same glass? You know, right. you have the same effect, but it's just like, yeah, it's more empowering because now, you know, when you pour water on a plant, like it grows. You know, mm. you throwing rocks at birds, they're going to die. Yeah. And right. it's just like, you know, even though both scenarios you mean right. well by them, it's right. just like the choice of words can lift you words up. Words are very powerful. Yeah. They are. Um, they really are. I mean, no matter what end of the spectrum, I, I think faith is a spiritual word and a religious word. Mm-hmm. I'm more spiritual. And I think that the power of words, uh, God, if we're like made in God's image, then we are godlike and we mm-hmm. have a lot of authority and power, like true Absolutely. power. Like, um, and so I think our words are are the use of that power. Like mm-hmm. there's so much stuff I can too, like yeah. yesterday this yeah. happened. And I won't say specifically what I said, but I knew it. I could feel it. And I said it earlier. There's no real tangible way for me to have been able to control the narrative of that. Within 35 minutes, it happened. And it was like, (laughs) but like, I know that part of myself, like, I know that it's not just me. But yeah. I'm so tapped into it that I know the power of my language, mm-hmm. the things that I say. Yes. Um, I have to switch, switch yeah. up all the time because sometimes you say it subconsciously. That's mm-hmm. a saying that people use freely, and yeah. it's like we have to like be very, very mindful and very intentional. Intention yeah. is the other word. Every episode, like setting positive intentions, because that is what 
that's the nature of our mind. Mm -hmm. our, our, and, and I think our mind is, is the limited boundary. Our yeah. mind is computing, computing every life experience. It is. Yeah. So, but the trick there is we have three different computers. So it's kind of like you are using a Dell. I'm using a, a, what is this? A Surface Book. Rob, you have a Mac. Like those are three, even though they all do, they have basic levels of, um, uh, what they do, yep. yeah. they are different systems completely based off of different developers. Mm -hmm. And those developments happen in how we grow up, our parents' lives, love lives, yep. school choices, all these different things. And so the boundaries of our mind going back to getting out of our way, we have to, accept and and create almost like a a restart button or a loophole button within mm -hmm. our boundary which is our openness to yes. say that when i've done everything and i've computed everything and all the i've done all the uh, computing there might be a sl slight chance that i still don't know and that's yes. where we have to be open to the unknown because that's based only off of my outlook yeah. Like only off of what I have experienced, which when you look at the scope of the world and travel and all the, the different um, things that the variables there, it can change drastically. Like yes. just going always <laughs> we we start. I mean, we all went to, to the same college yet where we chose to live after college is a major uh, computing change in yeah. our brain and our outlook. Yep. I tell Rob all the time, like, go, just go take a walk. And he was like, girl, it's like 30 degrees outside. Exactly. And then here, <laughs> it's like 70. So I'm being, even though I'm giving you positive advice and it is something, taking walks does help with those particular areas. Mm -hmm. 30 degree weather is a lot different than 70 degree <laughs> weather, which changes the parameters of what we're yeah, talking about. Exactly. So yeah. yep. it's really important to like, just yeah, that, know that it's possible to that you the way we look at things can be skewed. Absolutely. And I think that that drives that goes back to my point about how context is everything like, mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that one, you know, speaking on just the level of like, you know, vibration and energy, like even though we all are vibrational beings, mm -hmm. the fact that we have our own unique minds and our own unique ways of our own different computer within that in mm -hmm. our own mechanism within our own bodies mm -hmm. it's just like it's going to compute at different rates yep. mm -hmm. and i think from that point it's just like i think it's about honoring the different versions of these computers but also honoring your own expression in the in the middle of all of that because i think in honoring everybody else you honor yourself and right. i think when you get in your own way then you're going to be getting in somebody else's way yeah. as well. So it's right. like, you know, that whole that whole mirror effect. And because we are all like connected to each other, it's just like we're all either a reflection of each other or a reflector to each other. So like we're reflecting a version of ourselves onto somebody else who's reflecting their version back to us. And from that reflection, we get to see ourselves more clearly. We get to see oh, how yeah. much we can be in our own way about stuff. We can see how much we 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 are open about stuff because you know from the level of just vibration and energy, like everything is happening at the same time. 
Like everything is happening at the yep. same time. And so there's no label on whether it's good or bad. It's just it's, it's all happening. It's happening. Yeah. And so and the only time it really becomes good or bad is when you put it in your own individual body. Like, how are you perceiving this? Right. How, how mm-hmm. are you looking at this? Right. And I think when you're looking at it from a certain way, I think it's important, you know, to be more aware and to awaken yourself to just the, the of what works and what doesn't. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so funny you say that, man. I tell people right or wrong, good or bad is so subjective. I was like, where are you it standing is. at when you look at it? You know, you can Google that and people have like the pictures that are drawn a certain way and they're like, is it a number three or is it a number seven? You know, is it old lady? You know, we could, I could, we could go real deep <laughs> on this here. I, I right. could go days I, on a conversation. We, like we're going to have to, um, <laughs> we're definitely going to have to revisit you. Um, you actually touched on the next thing I was going to ask you about was your uh, panic attack. Mm. And so I'm assuming that's what inspired you to come out with your um, audio series. Um, can you tell the yes. people about that, please, sir? Well, if you guys have been listening to any of what we've been saying on this radio show, right, this podcast right now, you find a lot of these little nuggets and these little insights in my audio series, um, Heal Your Panic and Anxiety Naturally, um, because it talks about awareness. It talks about, you know, um, being present. It talks about, um, you know, not only just those elements, but I also share my own, like, you know, tips and tricks. I won't say tricks, but just little tips and insights mm-hmm. in how to manage, um, you know, panic and anxiety. Because the truth of the matter is, no matter whether you have been, you know, medically diagnosed, um, you know, with panic or anxiety, or you just, like, mildly experience it from time to time just under stress, mm-hmm. um, it's something that we all deal with. It's, it's not something that we're going to get rid of. It's just like, it's what it is. Like, we're not going to get rid of fear. We're not going to get rid of judgment. It's just those elements exist so that we don't have to be in them longer than it takes for us to find our way back to peace and to light again. Right. And so um, that's just a synopsis of what it's all about. But it's based on the the series is like a 10 track um, audio. You know, you can listen to on the go. You can, you know, listen to in the, you know, the comfort of wherever you are. Um, and it's interactive. So it's about, you know, really being serious and being honest with yourself and allowing yourself to do the work, to take responsibility, because that's what it's really about. Like we can talk and complain and, you know, fuss about, you know, how, you know, you're, you're, you're anxious or you're, you're going to panic or you're in fear about stuff. But, you know, unless you're willing to take responsibility for that, then, um, you're going to be in that space where you just feel like stuck and like, oh, I can't get out of it. Um, so this series is very interactive. So you're going to be doing um, work with it, but excellent. it's stuff that you can listen to on it um, as well. So that's excellent to give some to get, that I never hear people actually providing solutions that way in such a creative way. You know, you already yeah. have a fan base in the audience and it's like, yeah. here's something outside of what you're used to getting from me that can, you know, help you as well you know music is inspirational it's helpful yes. it feeds the soul and things like that but it's like here's something more direct i really i really like that and i'm, I'm glad you did that i appreciate that and to that point um it's available on my website it's, it's a bandcamp website where i host a lot of my music however it's donation based the the whole audio series is, do, is donation based you can listen to the audio series for free on on my website a total for up to three times and then after the third time 
then it's a dollar for each track. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a dollar donation for each track, which is basically $10 for the whole thing. Um, or more if you choose. And um, it's like I said, it's interactive. And, you know, if you like it, you can download it. If you don't want to, it's just like it's there for, you know, for for anybody who feels like this is something that they could use and something that they, they could, you know, work with. So by the time y'all hearing this, y'all should still have some stimulus money left. Okay. Going over there. You sh I hope you do. Right. <laughs> Going back over there. Um, that is That's actually a big stimmy check. They say. Come on. I'm, I'm a. It's a Joseph Music. J O S E F F Music. Dot Bandcamp.com. That will be in the nice. description for you all. Um, the last thing I have to give you some space so you can highlight your inspiration, your queen. Go ahead and tell the people about your wonderful mother. Oh, <laughs> this woman is, uh, she's my uh, huge support system. Um, we've come a long way, uh, specifically in my musical life, um, you know, because I think growing up, like, she definitely supported my wild dreams of just in terms of just me expressing myself, um, specifically giving the environment that I grew up under. Like, it was a very strict church environment. So it was like, there was very little that I could do under the guidelines, but I think there were things that I would like tap into that weren't necessarily church related that my mom still like supported me through. Right. Uh, however, when I actually made the decision to really like step outside of the, the church walls, I suppose, you know, that was sort of a, a that was sort of some friction. However, you know, when she allowed me to kind of spread my wings and like really gain traction on my own then she came around and like became one of my biggest supporters but then she in and of herself like she's been an inspiration in terms of just getting through ish and um so i look at her i look at you know her strength you know in terms of everything that she's been through and everything my family's been through and she's like a pillar like a strong pillar um for me and um yeah i love that woman to life for sure <laughs> that's all the questions that i have for you jessica do you have any more questions for our esteemed guest i do not today i cannot wait for the next one this is a great yeah. dialogue great conversation thank you joseph yeah. thank y'all thank y'all no, thank you good. tell them where they can find you again well it's my website because i you, and that's a whole other story. I, everything else is de deactivated, like my Instagram. Like I'm barely on social media. I have my Facebook page, um, but it's my, you know, my personal page. And so I have, uh, it was my music page, but then I was like transferring a lot of the supporters from that page to my personal page. Okay. So, um, you know, you can find me on Facebook as well. It's Joseph the Singer. But Joseph um, McKenneth is the performing name, so... Um, you can find me there and then my website as well. I, I'm most active there now. That so. will be in the description below. Thank you again for joining us. Um, y'all know where you can find us on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. Also on Facebook from my experience podcast, join the group, like the page. You can follow me personally on Instagram, complete underscore vision. Jessica, where can they find you? You can find me at Exposure, E-X-P-O-Z-H-E-R, Expose Her, on Instagram as well as Facebook, and at Lash and Soul, which is my bread and butter beauty and wellness studio, L-A-S-H-A-N-D-S-O-U-L. 
And don't forget to check out our affiliates in the description, Retro Mimi, Gardner's Garden, Blackwater, and Acre Gold. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself physically, mentally, and financially. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.